Welcome to Volume Pilots. This is our first episode, and I gotta go ahead and let you know, this episode contains spoilers for the series John from Cincinnati. If you would like, you can go ahead and watch the pilot episode of this television series, of this uh, content we find online. Otherwise, just sit back, enjoy the ride with the disclaimer that you may get a few spoilers. Let's kick it off. Dope. Sounds tight. Sounds good. I'm ready to fuck this shit up. I got coffee. I got water. I'm in a closet. I'm not wearing pants. This is fucking awesome. All right, I wasn't recording that, so for everyone listening, I'm not wearing pants, and I'm in a closet, so this is rad. Oh, man. (laughs) Dude, doing this at home is awesome. I wish I could always not wear pants and do this. Do it at your bed. Oh, man, that'd be great. I mean... That's how I do it? I'd be way too relaxed, honestly. Like, I don't think that... Because I have to, like, sit up straight, because if I lay in bed, I'm just going to, like mumble and not pronunciate anything. Yeah. I podcast from my bed, man, so uh you, know, you. judge away if you want. You do it I'm from a closet, so not yeah, a lot well, usually of I, not a lot of room <laughs> to uh talk. Yeah. I mean usually I do it in my living room, but yeah, today I today I'm in a closet, everyone. A walk in closet. You're in the closet, Doug. I am I am, everybody. I'm in the closet right now. And I probably will be every time I do this. It's a big deal. Big yeah. Deal. It's a big deal. This is... Doug is in the closet. Alright, so you want to get started? Let's do it. Alright, so... Welcome to episode one of Blind Pilots. We should probably go ahead and say this is going to be a spoiler for uh, the first episode of John from Cincinnati, that it is. Um, okay, let's let's tell everyone what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So Caleb and I had this idea to do a podcast about TV shows, but series are kind of overdone at this point. A lot of TV series have podcasts now. I thought it would be more interesting to do pilot episodes. And you were on board with that, which I was real stoked about. For sure. So basically what we're going to be doing every week is before each episode, we're going to be picking a random show off of a different uh, streaming service to review a pilot. So we'll be rolling a dice or picking numbers out of a hat or whatever. We did the number thing with the hat this week because neither of us have dice. No dice. Yeah, well, uh, let's just go ahead and tell everyone what each number represents so all right i pulled number three this week so one is netflix two is hulu three is hbo so we're going to be doing an hbo show today four is stars and five is amazon prime and then six is a wild card so whoever picks that week and gets a six you can pick whatever we pick whatever streaming service we want Mm -hmm. now once we have a streaming service picked we literally just close our eyes (laughs) swipe around on the app on the TV show section for however long we want to, and uh, then just uh, pick one at random. Just tap the screen. (laughs) It's like a random number generator. It's like a... Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this week, we we watched John from Cincinnati on HBO. Yeah, we did. uh, 
2000 uh, a one-off season from 2007. Uh, I don't want to get into it right away, but <laughs> I can kind of tell why it only went one season, if I'm being honest. I think it was like 10 episodes, I want to say. Yeah, you can tell that it was not intended to be just one season. Yeah, by the way yeah that it left I, I feel off. like it was I'll meant to get much. deeper. Also, I heard a ding-ding on your phone. Did I do Turn that shit off. Yeah, it's not me because my phone's in my living room oh, on silent. Man, I missed it. Because I'm like a pretty boss. popular. I mean, yeah, anyway. I get it. So uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to start us off? Or I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking, and this is a two man operation. That's fair. Do you want to like just give a recap of it, or do you want to talk about our favorite parts of it, or what do you want to do? Let's uh, yeah, we can do a recap first. Let's do that. Okay. From, uh, yeah, combined, I guess. Yeah. Before we get into it, I'm curious if you read anything about it. No, I didn't. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. While I was watching the first episode, I was on the Wikipedia page just reading about... Because the the Wikipedia page has little character synopsises, but not, not like, synopsises, just uh, character descriptions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, sure. And I, I... For everyone listening, I'm really bad at names in TV shows, especially if it's my first time watching it. Usually I have to yeah, get about three yeah, seasons similar. in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have to usually get like three seasons in before I start remembering names if I'm being real. So I definitely had to um, be looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I took notes. I like wrote down... Did who, you? Who, yeah, who is who Okay, sort of thing. I didn't take notes, but I have a decent memory yeah. Um, if I get anything wrong, you can correct me with those notes. Also, I'm sorry I have a squeaky chair if that comes across. It is mind. quite squeaky, but I think I love it, so. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, I know doughboys get a lot of shit for having squeaky chairs, so I just wanted to put that out there. Good so, move. Good the John from Cincinnati. Yeah, John from Cincinnati. So it's I kind of uh, weird as fuck. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It was hard for me, especially like trying to think about what type of genre it is. Mm-hmm. That well, was really hard for me. Well, it's, I mean, it, I mean, I feel like it, it's like definitely drama. Oh, easily drama. That, that that's a given. But then, <laughs> yeah, is it a soap I opera like much. from drama? Yeah. More specifically, yeah. oh, duh, it's a drama. Uh, hello, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but then I mean, from drama is it a soap opera is it a supernatural thriller because they're trying to do like the path type yeah. of thing almost have you, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking yeah. about uh huh uh huh they're trying to do some supernatural shit they're definitely they're trying to do like some really industry specific surfing like professional surfing shit. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'll I'll be up front. So I did I did say it was weird, but I'm a sucker for surfing stuff. Like I love surf yeah. documentaries or like movies that have surfing in it. Like Johnny surfing, Tsunami, bro. Johnny Tsunami, man. Yeah, hey. I mean like anything that has to do with an extreme sport, I'm pretty much into. Yeah, like, for real. Like, I mean, I've never surfed or anything, but it's something I've always wanted to try. For sure. For so sure. I am very. Did you board or uh, did it. you blade? 
I I used to roll. I used to do the aggressive inline stuff. Aggressive inline. What type of space? Yeah, the fruit booting stuff. Uh, when I was in like middle school. Yeah. And then when I got to about seventeen, I picked up a longboard. Okay, Uh, little hipster. Little hipster. I was. I was actually. I was uh, in front of that whole thing. Honestly, for real. Like when I came to Western. Not to not to sound even more like a hipster, but when I came to Western, I was the only kid on campus with a longboard. That's as hipster like, as it gets. Fuck? I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, so I I had a longboard. I still have longboards. I don't really skate that much anymore, but I also snowboard as well. Okay. Uh, when I get the chance and go out and see my parents in Colorado, I actually grew up snowboarding. So uh, I think that's really why I have like a. And a uh, an attraction to extreme sports, I guess. That's cool, man. That's cool. If it says anything, my f- like one of my favorite movies growing up was uh, Goofy, the extreme Goofy movie. Hey, I love that movie. Do you ever watch yeah, Brink? Yeah, it, it was tight on Disney. Yes, fuck yeah, I loved Brink. Brink was yeah. my shit. I had that. I recorded on VHS. Watch it yes. all the time. So uh, it's actually kind of funny that you brought up Johnny Tsunami. Uh, so like when I was a little kid and I was in preschool or not preschool uh, daycare yes I guess like one of the teachers had like filmed or I mean taped Johnny Tsunami off of Disney Channel okay and they brought it in one time and I was I was just in love with it you know what I'm saying oh yeah oh yeah every day for like three months that was like I was the only person who wanted to watch that I was just like let's watch Johnny Tsunami and then like after like so (laughs) after so long the teachers I guess just got tired (laughs) of me wanting to watch it so they gave the tape to my parents (laughs) and they were just like here you go he loves this movie so much now he can watch it every day Now it's your problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, I watched it every time. It, like every time it came on TV, I had like the fucking busy. alert set for it. I was just like, yes, I need to watch Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> we can't have this here anymore. We got. Uh, <laughs> I was I was obsessed, man. I was literally obsessed. Oh, I was man. just like, it made me like. Oh, I I that's probably honestly where I like got the love for snowboarding and I was just like I yeah. want to do this like I'm going to do this right and I'm not a bad snowboarder honestly I'm surprisingly decent at it for how little I get to go that's dope dude that's dope yeah oh back to so back to John from Cincinnati uh yeah so the drama it's drama but this is I guess this is me forming an opinion based off of what I read on Wikipedia okay. a little bit okay I didn't, like, read any plot spoilers or anything like that, but, um, I want to say it's based out of spirituality instead of supernatural. Yeah, I got, uh, I, I, the character Mitch, I will say, I got a little bit of, like, a a John Locke vibe off of, you know what I I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's actually, that's a good shift. So the episode opens with a surfing scene. And there's a dude standing on a beach who, is that, is it Butchie who's standing on the beach? I don't know who that was. With John behind him? I'm really not sure, yeah. I think Mitch was surfing. Yeah, Mitch was surfing. Yeah. And then there's like some dude standing on the beach Probably Butchie. 
Yeah. All butchy. No and yeah, butchy. Fucking heroin addict butchy. And um, then this random dude just kind of shows up out of nowhere behind him, and he's just like, Mit- what, is, what does he say? He's like, Mitch Yost must surf again or something like that? He said, or, it's John who shows up, and he says... Yeah, it's John, yeah. Uh, he said, it's very ominous. Everything he says is very ominous. Yes, every, yeah. He's a very creepy, he's like the most kind of spiritually ambiguous character... He's very, yeah. very strange. Uh, he yeah, says, definitely. like, Michios must work again, or... It's, it's something along those lines, yeah. But, and then he has some, like, other weird lines, so... Character outlines... Sorry, this is... Yeah. I'm glad we were doing this and figuring oh, it out says, as we go. Oh, he says, get back in the game, Michios. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. Found it. But, and then, like, it's it's very weird. Uh, so well, John becomes, happens. like, such a... He's such a side character to start with. And then yeah, he becomes definitely. such a central character. I mean, it is named after him. It's after named all. after him. I think his... He, I think, is who we should be talking about in the in this show. I didn't see it coming. But I feel like... Did I just beep again? No, that was me. I just, I had to mute my, I forgot to mute my speakers. Okay, because mine are muted. Yeah, I, I forgot. All I right. just did it, though. We're good. Anyway, but I feel like John is the central fucking character, although they do a good job playing him off as a, as a secondary character and focusing on the family, focusing on Mitch, Butchie, and Sean, yeah. the grandfather, yeah. son, and grandson. Mm-hmm. Yep. In that and the light, mother. And the, oh yeah, the whole family thing that is that's played up. I feel like that reminded me of um, Bloodline. Bloodline. I've never seen Bloodline. Okay. Is that the one with uh, the coach from Friday Night Lights? Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a drama about a family, and the whole okay. family dynamic is the focus of it, and is like kind of the it's the push of it, sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. It really reminded me of that, uh, but then there's John going on on this side, and, and all he does, can I go ahead and say it? Yeah, go for it. All John does is repeat what other people say, or yeah. say a robotic preset little collection of like five phrases. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, they almost play it up like he has like a mental disability. Almost, he's, he seems mentally dis like handicapped, but yeah. he's like he looks like Zac Efron or something. Like he's this really attractive yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. everyone wants to like be, but she wants to be hanging out with him. That truck driver, like uh, I don't know what his name is. Are you talking about that random guy that picked him up in that field? Yeah, yeah. That was that was weird. So yeah, like, that was really weird. It, like they all so the hands. They all the hands. You get that you get that first scene where they're surfing, right? Right. And then John is all being fucking weird and shit and Mitch Yost must get back in the game or whatever. And then it cuts to Sean, the grandson surfing, and you you're just like, "Damn, that kid rips." Right. And I think right after that is when you meet Butchie and he's 
tying off in his apartment yeah, shooting up shoot heroin. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, A plus dad move, obviously. He's a shitty dad, man. They He's a very They definitely dad. give that off in multiple scenes. Yeah. They emphasize shit, that he's, he's just a shitty dad. Well, I mean, in the show, I mean, they talk about how Sean lives with his grandparents now. Right. Um, yeah. And they so, own oh, a but, surf shop. Yeah. Oh, but a, an important thing we forgot to, to touch on was that after Mitch gets out of the water and he's drying off outside of his car, he looks down oh, at boy. his feet yeah. and he's levitating. He's floating. He's floating, yeah. It's fucking weird. Yes. And that's not the only time it happens in the episode, no. which is honestly even stranger. Yes. And at first, he thinks he has a brain tumor. He thinks yeah. he has well, cancer. Maybe he does. I mean, you that's know, his, we don't know. That's I mean. his assumption. But, but there are signs later that maybe he is not hallucinating, which I think is another kind of parallel to the show of the past. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So what happened? He's done surfing. Oh, hey, by the way, bro, as Go he's walking, the scene before oh, he, he starts levitating. As he's walking, he steps on a syringe. Yeah, and he's like, "I bet it's Butchies." He, but, but whether or not it is Butchies, he steps on a sur- Maybe that is. The spider that bit Spider-Man. Oh, fuck. I never even thought about that. Maybe the syringe is the thing that makes that gives him these superpowers. Because he has superpowers now. Well, so, I, well, I guess we'll get into that a little bit later, but I personally don't think they're superpowers. I think it's a little bit... I think it's more connected to the idea of God than you think it is. Okay, okay. We'll, but we'll get into Let's that. Let's get later. there. Let's get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So yeah, he he start he, he, to him. It looks like he is levitating. He looks down. His feet are floating up off the ground. He assumes that he has cancer or something that's making yeah. him have this like hallucination, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you meet Butchie and he's shooting up heroin. Yeah, and, he's shooting up. And you meet Sean, and then you. We're at the motel, right? There's a motel that Butchie lives at that's the motel, owned by yeah. Mitch. It's actually owned by Mitch, but it's like run by Luis Guzman's character, whoever. Luis Guzman and that, that uh, bald yeah, white that, guy, yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, Dude, I'm going to be real with you for like a show that I've really never heard of. or I mean, I guess I've heard of it, but I've definitely never watched this before and had like zero interest in watching it before. There are... A quite a few recognizable faces for sure. Yeah, the, for like sure. Ed O'Neill's in it from Modern Family and Married with Children. Yeah, and um, yes, Luis Guzman, and then there was a yep. couple others that I recognized, and I was just like, huh, okay. I actually, I mean, it's, Wikipedia, it's HBO, I think, is what it is. Yeah, that's like. the thing. Yeah, I actually saw that uh, Mark Paul Gosler is in it at some point because he's listed on Wikipedia. Okay, okay. Zach Morris. Okay. Where are we at? So, yeah, they, uh, we find out that trying to the, recap, the yeah. grandparents, Mitch and... I, dude, I, I kept trying to get Mitch's wife's name. I never I heard her them Sissy. utter her name. I think her name's Sissy. Is it Sissy? Yeah, that's what I read okay. online. Okay, okay, I'll trust that. But in, in the episode, I never heard them 
address her by her name, I noticed. And Yeah, they just kind of call her grandma. Yeah, I th- that was I was a little bit upset by that, honestly, but uh so sissy we we find out that they uh they own a surf shop and that Kai mm-hmm. works there. She's the uh kind of punk rock. She looks like Cameron from Halt and Catch Fire, honestly. Halt and Catch Fire. You never seen that? Oh, okay. Mm-mm, no. I'm out. All right. Out on that one. She's What's like on? she's like a punk rock kind of girl, you know. Mhm. She got the she got that look. And then uh we cut back to John, and he keeps saying the end is near. And yes, uh, yes, he does. He he says a bunch of weird shit. Honestly, like when he meets Sean, he's like, "Sean Yost will die" or something like that. Some creepy. some real ominous shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, but Br- Mitch has a issue with Sean surfing, or at least competitive oh my god yeah we we totally yeah we buried the lead there uh there's a big father-son conflict yeah between mitch and butchie yes because yeah but like uh well and because and between sean and mitch right because yeah sean is a really good surfer he's trying to get sponsored at age 13 Yep. And his dad is really jealous, and he's kind of... I don't know if his dad's je- Well, is he... I guess he's I jealous, he yeah, because he like, he, like, burnt out, and now he's, like, a heroin addict and shit like that. Right. Yeah, and, um... I get... I'm, like, assuming that Mitch just doesn't want Sean to end up like Butchie. Something to do with the label, or the, the, the sponsorship that... Butchie signed with when he was young it seems like that led him down some horrific path to where he is now something seemed, I don't know yeah I something know. along those lines yeah and it seemed like it's unclear it, yeah it is unclear it seemed like he because he didn't want Sean to get sponsored by that same brand there was there was a big conflict there yeah right just a lot of weird shit happened in this episode honestly like so Sean's grandmother signed a permission slip for him to go surf in this competition, and then Butch or Mitch was like, "No, fuck that! Like, no way! He's not going to end up like his dad type shit." Right. And then she tells him to go anyways, and then Ed O'Neill's character, his name's Bill. He's a weird. Like, to, who is this he's guy? A weird guy. Is he, he a family like member? A, is he a relative? I think he's like a um like a family friend or something like that, and he's like this a, guy's like intense as role. fuck. He's like a he really is ex vet. No, he's an ex cop. He's talking about the VA and stuff, isn't that uh, army shit? Oh, um, he might be. A, he might be a vet. I mean, I just know that he's an ex cop because when they're this is obviously getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but when they're in the in the police station, he he says something like um. You know, I used to, you know, I something like I used to work here. I can't remember the exact line, obviously. Okay, yeah. Bill um, is a crazy character. I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, Sean he shows up to his house, guy. and it's, like, filled with all these birds and shit like that. And... Should we talk about the bird? 
Yeah, we can talk about the bird. That that freaked me the fuck out, honestly. That's like, another so, one of those. Is it like a spiritual drama kind of? Yeah, you know, because like this bird seems dead. And it, it is dead. It is dead, and like Sean and Bill are both real. Like they're pretty sad over it. Yeah, and then Bill picks up the bird, and it just like pops back to life, basically, which mm-hmm. is strange as fuck. Yeah, and Bill says, oh, it must have not been dead the whole time. But then then Sean very confidently says, it was dead. And yeah. I feel like that is kind of the, that's the tell. That's kind of the giveaway that yeah. that thing was dead and it came back to life. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'm on board with you on that one. That, yeah, I think it, yeah, I was like, I don't want to say reincarnated, but, like, I don't know what the word would be. Well, there, there's know? something different about the bird once it comes back to life. Like, it's it's got some consciousness or, like, some powers or shit that it didn't have before. Hmm. And they kind of... You took away more than, from that than I did. You remember whenever Sean is going back and forth with his head and shit, and, he, and then and the bird is uh Oh, yeah, you're right, him? yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It, yeah, I feel yeah. like that is saying that the bird now is more aware than it was before. Possible. I don't know, man. I uh, so but the episode after that scene, the episode takes a weird fucking shift, and we go back to John, who's standing in this random fucking field or whatever. I'm assuming Very he's in Mexico. Scene. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's, he's... Who told him to go to that field? Like, he's literally just standing in this field, staring at the sky. Someone had to put him he, in that field. I don't know who put him in that field. Yeah, it was... It, it, he doesn't it was make choices, random. so I don't know who told him to stand in that field. Yeah, it was random. Then you just, like, hear this voice out of nowhere, and this, this like, guy in this, like, army jacket and shit, like, pops out of the, out of this field, <laughs> and he's just like, what are you doing here, boy? Like, you, you came here to watch a donkey show or something, and, like, it's just like, you paid money to see a donkey fuck a, or a la- see a lady fuck a donkey and shit like that, and, um... It's uh, Joe! It's, it's so... It's so goddamn random. Oh, but an interesting thing that we forgot to mention about that particular scene it, and this happens throughout the episode so the guy is just like I'll for $50 I'll take you anywhere to Imperial Beach which is where the show's set Yeah. and then this guy is just like empty out your pockets empty out your pockets and John turns out both of his pockets and out falls a $50 bill oh yeah right random as fuck like he knew so, he, yeah he knew it was gonna happen or something yeah. yeah. Uh but it happens again, so it doesn't make me it makes me think that it's like that like I think John is the one with the superpowers, but we'll get into that. Cuz it happens again because he takes him into Imperial Beach for whatever reason, he drops John off at Butchie's apartment and Butchie's like freaking out cuz like some dude owes him like hella money or something like that and I guess for dope or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, and like John just like knocks on the door and Butchie's like all freaked out and shit. And he's just like, if you don't have $2,300 or something like that, like I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And he turns out his pockets and then he just has $2,300 there and it's just random as fuck. So Butchie lets John in 
because he's just like, okay, this you know this guy is the guy who I've been n- needing to give me my money or whatever. Uh-huh. So they're inside the apartment, and he does it again. Like he, Butchie has him turn out his pockets, and because he asked for like identification, oh and yeah, out yeah. falls a platinum card out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a there's another time he pulls something out of his pocket. Like Butchie asks him if he has a phone. Yeah, he's just like I what like, and Butchie starts like patting him down, and he reaches in his pocket and pulls out a phone. Okay. It's just very weird. Yeah. This dude just kind of manifests things that are asked of him. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's very robotic. He doesn't seem very human at all. Well, I don't think he is. Yeah. And uh, he repeats things that are said to him. And then he has a Mm -hmm. collection of phrases like, uh, the end is near. Uh, Michio has to get back in the game. Yeah, has to get back in the game. But he literally just repeats everything. Like when Bill's like, "I have my eyes on you," he's just like, "I, I have my eyes on you, Bill." Yeah, yeah, he just repeats. He says, "Rings a bell." He says that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and he also repeats like physical ticks. Like, did you notice when uh, Sean was like playing around in the dirt with his foot, like? Yeah, and started doing that as well. I didn't think that was him re- like repeating it. I thought that was him engaging in like some sort of like a sparrow mating ritual. No, I I really do. I think that's like part of his. I think that was like a part of his thing. Like he doesn't just repeat words; he also repeats actions because but he dude. does it with Bill as well. Because like the Bill f- does the the fucking meet uh meet the parents thing that um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert De Niro does, you know, with the with the fingers to the eyes. Yes. Uh, John does that back to Bill. Okay. Yeah. And, okay, okay. Yeah. But the whenever he and Sean first meet, and they do a little handshake and a little foot thing in the in the ground, and then they do a little mm-hmm. dance. Was that not straight up like a? Barrow mating ritual taken from the animal planet. I mean, kind of, but he also, yeah, okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that one. But he does it in the field as well, like that that guy puts his hand out. You're probably way more right than I am, but I just thought that that was distinctively some sort of a bird mating ritual, so. That is a fucking... Deep pull, Caleb. <laughs> I think you're way more right about this than I am. <laughs> Stop watching so much Nat Geo. Blue Planet, baby. Oh, hey, maybe we'll get a plug. <laughs> we'll get Fuck sponsored yeah. by Blue Planet. That would be awesome. We'll, be like, we'll take a break real quick. This episode is brought to you by Blue Planet. Did you know the planet is blue and really weird? <laughs> Buy it on DVD for $29.99. See? They owe us 30 bucks now, bro. Motherfuckers. Give us our money. Anyway, sorry for derailing. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Yeah, so... Oh, the one part of the episode that I truly, truly, truly did not understand. So, 
John is dropped off at Butchie's house, and they and Butchie find gets his credit card or whatever. So he's like kind of trying to scam him, basically. So he takes him to this surf shop, and he's trying to get him to buy a bunch of shit or whatever. And then it like switches back to Sean and Bill in the car, right? Okay, yeah. And yeah. Bill gets that flat tire. And the only place that he can pull into, I guess, is the motel that Mitch owns. Right? Right. Some random dude is there, and he's all shitty. I I, I don't even know what that was all about, honestly. The guy with the gun? Oh, Mr. Cunningham. Was that his name? Okay, I must have missed that. Yes. He's like, he comes back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, Mr. sitting in that room, Cunningham. and he's all zen. You want to talk weird. about Mr. Cunningham? If you want, I, you could probably get into it a little bit better than I can, because I don't, I don't know. You can start off with that, because it didn't really, honestly, it seemed so fucking out of place that I didn't really get it. It was so weird. Like, did he, like, lose his virginity there or something like that? Or, oh, I don't know about all that. So I, I thought he said something, I, something about some room in that motel or I don't know man I guess Butchie attacked him or something I I don't know man it was so it was the most random scene of the entire show yeah it was a lot for a fucking weird concept cause yeah there's like a fight already happening at the motel or hotel or whatever it is yeah like Butchie and Mitch Mitch calls Butchie and Butchie's just like fuck you, old man, like, let's fight. So they meet at the motel to fight, and then Mr. Cunningham, like, shoots a gun off into the air and then, like, has this weird emotional breakdown out of nowhere. Oh, and then Bill sneaks up, and he's the hero. Remember? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, like, pulls the gun out of his hand. Because he, like, Mr. Cunningham, like, gets down on both knees and, like, sticks a gun in his mouth. Yeah. And... Uh, Bill pulls it out. I don't know. That it was just that was literally the most random scene of the entire show of the entire episode. It's very yeah, very weird. It. I didn't understand the rant that he was going on because like he's like halfway fake crying and it's just. I mean, it's honestly bad acting is what that was. That whole scene was. Just he's bad. not well cast. He's not a well cast character. No, he really wasn't. No. Off. Honestly, character, I mean, I don't know, because we obviously haven't watched the entire show. Yeah. But that character seemed very unnecessary. Yeah, I don't know. He's in a few few later scenes that kind of make him more interesting and and give him more depth and stuff, but I do think he was very, very poorly cast. You thought that you thought the scenes of him sitting in that room silently playing with that teddy bear made him interesting? I think that that set up some potential because he obviously is a, he's either schizophrenic or possessed or something because he's like, Mister Teddy, what do you think? He's like talking yeah, to weird. his teddy bear. Yeah. So I think also, he, he could, poten- could potentially be. be. A, a, a scare, a villain, a school scary villain guy who's like fucking crazy, man. It's it's very very possible. I didn't read anything about his character. I I was I just so like anything. this doesn't make any sense. Well, mm, ugh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But uh, well, that, really, it's a guy. Hey, Doug, it's a good that, dynamic. That. You being read up on it, and then me just being clueless. I think it's a good dynamic. Actually, that's how. Uh, shout out last podcast on the left, but that's how they do it. Like, there's three of them. It's uh, Marcus Parks, Henry Zabrowski, and uh, Ben Kissel. And Henry and Marcus do all the research, and then Ben is literally learning as he goes along. Like, he doesn't do mm. anything. He's just there to comment, basically. <laughs> and it's interesting. So I'll be that, I'll be that guy. <laughs> You'll be Ben Kissel. All right, cool. I've Who always works less? <laughs> God damn it. Why couldn't I do that? Hey, I'll edit more, man. You know I will. Whatever. Yeah, you're better at it than I am. Whatever. Whatever. Caleb, or not not Caleb, you're Caleb, but Cameron, uh, dude, everyone loves your hosting voice, and I do too, like, everyone who's listened to my episode with you is just like, Caleb's such a great host, and I'm like, fuck yeah, he is, um, and they're like, yeah, really- it makes sense, he used to uh, work for Revolution Radio, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that is true, you know, if, you, if you've done radio before, you're probably pretty good at this. Oh, man, <laughs> that's flattering, man. Really you get is. a lot of love in this town. Yeah, I, Cameron oh. said it to me the other night, and Craig Brown actually came up to me yesterday, last night, and was like, yeah, I've listened, I listened to your episode on Caleb's podcast. He's a great host. And I was like, oh, you're man. damn right he's a great host. Get out so. of here, man. Come on. Nah. <laughs> man, that's, you just that's got, touching, you got the voice bro. For it. You got the voice for it, bro. That's Dude, that is touching. You're making me tear. I'm I'm tearing up right now. Are you really? I, I genuinely am, man. Oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. It's to not you, a bad thing. Hey, we love you. Let's man. not reinforce. Everyone here loves you. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Crying is not a bad thing. Not oh, at all. It's great. But I that's literally really cried sweet. the other day. Yeah, dude. I cried the other day watching a documentary on Netflix. So I get it. What was it? You have to say what was it? what was it. Okay, well, I guess a little background on it. So, I had Cameron listen to the second half of my episode with you, or your show with me, however you want to phrase that. Yeah, yeah. And Cameron heard me say that little, that literally, like, that 20-second bit where I talked about how I think about killing myself. Yeah. And he texted me and, you know, all this stuff. He was just like, I love you. Like, if you ever need need me like you can always come here and I and I I said some other stuff I was just like you know I not to be morbid or anything but I've always seen myself ending my life if you know when I see fit type shit and he was just like nah man that's not how it's gonna go for you shit and then his girlfriend Alicia texted me and she was just like Doug I love you like if you ever like need to just chill like feel free to come up here and stuff like that and I felt a lot of love off of that it was real nice. Yeah. So the next day, I started watching. Um, it's a new doc series on Netflix called Rapture, and it's yeah. eight episodes that follows eight different rappers. And the first episode is about Logic. So there's like a good twenty minute segment in there where he's talking about the the Suicide Hotline song that he did. But he's talking about that and he's playing the song and he, and like you he. They're in the documentary series, in each episode, they kind of follow them on tour a little bit. And 
he's on stage like talking about how like you shouldn't have to go through that and how he's been there and like he's you know he's just like talking about how how no one should want to die and all this stuff and I literally just like started bawling you know because I like especially because it hit me like because I'd had that conversation like the day day before like 12 hours before that you know and uh just really fucked me up at my core damn but it was um it was good. I mean, it was a good chat, honestly. It, it was a good talking with Cameron about it because he was like, "That's something I never knew about you." And him and I lived together for like five years. Right. Right. And um, yeah, and then like just hearing about hearing Logic talk about it and all this stuff, and I, it just I was like, timing couldn't have been more perfect for that, honestly. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So crying, everybody, is not bad. You're a dude, you should cry. Everyone should cry. Everyone should cry. Fuck yeah, Why are we not all cry. crying right now? We should just be all crying all the time, honestly. Just get those emotions out. I, I love crying. It's great. It is. It's a, it's a nice release, honestly. Like, I... Usually, like, I feel so much better after a good cry. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. It's great. It's great. It's, it's like a good, a good poop. You feel nice. <laughs> you feel your body likes it. It's like a sneeze. You like oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah. You can't yeah. help but like it. Yeah, that's yeah. Which I reminds, ever had a sneeze that I didn't like. Yeah, everyone loves a good sneeze, a good cry, a good poop. What's wrong with that? Good ejaculation. A good a good come. Nothing wrong with that. Which reminds me of. The show in which... Yeah. Yeah, let's get back to this. Yeah, we got derailed. <laughs> so, okay, I want to ask you about this because I, I was about it. to go back and rewatch it and try to figure it out. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask Doug about this. So, Sissy, she is kicked out of Costco or, or something yeah. like Costco. That dude's, like, hitting on her or something like that? I don't know what's don't going know what on. That was she gets kicked that out. Was random as fuck. And then she gets arrested. Yeah. I guess she was, like, shoplifting? Was she I, shoplifting? I, I feel like that's what they got her for, but I really honestly feel that that was a vehicle for them to tell you that Bill used to be a cop. Yeah. I think that was... It made no sense. I don't know, but that seems like it was all that was for. I did not... What was happening there? I... Dude, what was happening in this entire show? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was happening there is how you can sum up this entire episode. Yeah. A lot of money was spent on making not only this pilot, but this series... Yes. Even though it was yeah. one, it was one limited series with like ten episodes. A lot of money was spent on this shit right here. Mm-hmm. And I think the the ominous factor of it all is to make you keep watching. You know what I'm saying? Because like when I came out of the pilot, like when I finished it, I was like, this was weird enough and vague enough to make me want to watch the next episode as opposed to like a 30 minute sitcom where it kind of like you're like okay I get it you know what I'm saying but this like it left me being like what the fuck is going on kind of like lost you know what I'm saying there were some lost 
kind of parallels and shit, like... Yeah. Because, I mean, as far as the episode goes, we're, we're near the end. Yeah, um, we're near the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so, so the big the big reveal is Mitch. Mm-hmm. They're, like, in the hospital, and John is yes. starting to go th- through withdrawals. John is? Uh, no, uh, Butchie. 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 Think, yeah, yeah. Think, but, Butchie. Yeah, Butchie. And he's in the hospital, but John is there too. Mm-hmm. And then yes, he starts to float again, and they and see it. Butchie sees him. Yeah, exactly. And he he like looks down. His eyes get fucking bugged out, and they don't. Even, it's weird because he doesn't even think that it's super weird. Because he's like, Mitch is like, yeah, I have a brain tumor, and then Butchie's just like, oh shit, when did you get the tests done? And then he just kind of shrugs his shoulders, and he's like, am I off the ground right now? And Butchie looks down, he's just like, yeah, you're like two and a half inches off the ground. Yeah. And then he like slowly floats back to the ground, which is weird. Um, I think, was that the end of the episode? Was that was that the end? Well, <laughs> there isn't like sweet surfing cuts oh yeah yeah that's right but yeah that's the about three it. of yeah. them go that's yeah the end john butchie and sean all go out surfing because like but oh john is, is a reason. sick surfer for a like hot man robot uh yes well <laughs> surfing man <laughs> but here's he's a, like here's radio you know you remember radio yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's definitely like that. He's like radio. Maybe Bubba from Bubba Gump. But here's further proof that I think he is he's able to mimic actions as well. So there's the the foot thing and all that shit, which is just weird. There's the the hand weird hand holding thing. Um but before they get in the water he tells Butchie that he's never surfed before, and he's just like, oh, shit, like, what What do you mean you've never done this before? And he's telling him, like, once they get into the water that he needs to, like, fake a cramp and, like, play it up so he can, like, swim back to shore and not die, basically. And then once he's in the water, he's, like, watching them do it, and he's, like, a natural. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, like, he hits that first wave, and he drops in on it, and he, like, fucking comes up and does that 360 off of the fucking curl or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, wait, what? Because he's, like, watching Sean do it first. Uh, ciao, brah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, so hey, I think that, that's, that like, sense. further... That makes sense. Yeah, I think that's, like, further proof that he is... He's not just mimicking words, but he's mimicking actions as well. Mm. So... That's that's the end of the episode. That's where the episode leaves off yeah. is they're just out there surfing. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I read. Okay. Just to back up my idea of spirituality. And then I'm going to connect it to Mitch as well. So, in the show, John's last name is Monad. Which I know isn't explicitly said in that episode, but I'm assuming it comes up at some other time in the show. Now, Monad, or Monad, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's M-O-N-A-D. Now, his last name refers to a Greek word, Monus, 
which is a term the Pythagoreans linked to the word God as the original quote one. Mm. And then Wikipedia goes on to say, uh, from whom all else flows a clue to the secret divinity or primal oneness. So, I think that John is a representation of God, basically. Which is why he just kind of shows up places, like the field. He He's a, he's a what's the word, um, om, omnipotent. Right. Omnipotent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, don't agree. You hey, finish finish what you're saying. You know. Okay, so so his you know. his last name refers to to the word to, to a to a word that means God in Greek, basically. Okay. Now I think that Butchie he shows up because of Butch's or not Butchie Mitch's tumor, and he starts floating because he's getting closer to God. Literally and figuratively. Alright. And that's, that's where I, that's like where my mind went when I read that. And then I put together the, the levitation thing by myself. I didn't read anything about that. So that is what, uh, Wikipedia says, huh? Yeah. Well, in, in short, yeah. Oh, boy. Why? Well, I did not see John as a god. He's just, like, copying other people's shit. He's just, like, he's a robot. Yeah. He's, like, he reminded me of Lenny from Of Mice and Men. He's just, like... Uh, yeah. You know, do you no, know what I'm talking it's about? It's definitely weird. Yeah, no, 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 I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's just, like, repeating shit other, other people say. He's, mm-hmm. like, he's he's not... To me, if he... Uh, and him... A person, I can't. Why on this on this podcast am I talking about God, dude? I, I thought the same thing when I read that. I was just like, how? What are the chances that it would connect back to Caleb's actual podcast? Why would I, the point of this podcast is for me to not be talking about it's to God. not talk about religion? Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, but it seems if you were like if you were God. He would be like teaching some shit at least, not just like repeating shit that everybody said. He's he yeah. is like Lenny or Radio, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but mixed with Zac Efron. He's an extremely attractive like twenty something year old guy who seems like he's mentally handicapped. He doesn't yeah, seem he's like got God. Like nice quaffed hair with his popped collar and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I think he's like a you know like a human embodiment of 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 a of a spiritual entity I guess. Uh this is I guess a little bit this did not happen in this episode for everyone listening. But this is also a little bit of a spoiler for what might happen later in the season or yeah the series I guess cuz it's only one season long. According to Wikipedia, he is able to astral project. Okay. And during his astral projections, he's able to converse normally, and he doesn't like repeat people. And he's like a he talks like a normal person, like he's all know. right. So he's like he's an indigo child. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deep, deep cut, but... Uh... It's, uh... It's all weird. <laughs> Honestly. What if... Is it, like, possible that they're all manifesting a hallucination at once? Oh, fuck. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I don't uh, I guess I don't I never went there but maybe kind of like a collective consciousness sort of thing <sighs> I never went there Doug but, <laughs> but uh sorry to get real deep and weird hey you know I, don't, I think we're both guilty of such a crime uh, yeah that's super that's super true uh yeah, sure. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very possible. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, what? So, what? What were your thoughts on it? I mean, past. That's obviously what I read on Wikipedia. In short, like I, I tried to not give anything away for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was really just curious about what Wikipedia had to say about John in particular, for real, just because he was so fucking random. Yeah. That I was just because like when it started, I was just like. We're, I was like, we're 20 minutes into this, and I don't know who the fuck John is. Yes. So I had to, like, look it up. I was just like, who is he? Yeah. Yeah, John's a he weird... He's, he's, like, framed as a side character. But then, mm-hmm. obviously, the the spiritual side of things kind of makes him more of a main character. Yeah. And yeah. it's a weird fucking show. I don't know why HBO spent so much money on it. It better yeah, have turned seriously. out better than the pilot. Do you know what their budget was for it? I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but I guarantee you it would be up. shocking. Um, I'm look it up. So let's get into to our ending segments that we've agreed upon. Would right. Would you recommend it? Like, if you had to, who would you recommend it to? It could be a bad or a, a good recommendation. While you're busy looking that up, I'll go first. Sorry, I literally I'll... just Googled John from Cincinnati budget, and the first thing that came up was how the city of Cincinnati is in a a $26 million deficit. Well, it's probably because of John from Cincinnati. Yeah, John really fucked that city over. He really did a bad job with the fiscal pr- the proprietaries <laughs> of the city of Cincinnati. So, would I recommend this show? I'm going to say yes. Who would you recommend it to? I would recommend it to people who like shows like Lost. Just shows where you have no idea what the fuck is going on. If you're into shows where you're just utterly fucking confused, this is probably for you. If you're into the idea of God and astral projections, this is probably for you. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. But, honestly, I would say I would recommend it because when I came out of the season, or the, the episode, I was like, this makes me want to watch more. And I think that's a, I think that's indicative of a really, like a, like a good pilot, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, would, would, I mean, would you recommend it? To my friends, No. Interesting. To some of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yes. That says so much about how you feel about it. Well, I felt like it was like eating at the Cheesecake Factory. You're looking at a menu. Damn, I've never eaten at Cheesecake Factory. Do what? I've never eaten at Cheesecake Factory. Doug. But, funny story, though, real quick, while we're talking about Cheesecake Factory. So, I did a sober month in February, and I went to, I was like, Cameron, let's, like, party and go to Cheesecake Factory when I'm done with my sober month. Because I had just listened to that episode of Doughboys, where they review it, and I was listening to it, and I was just like, fuck, I want to go to Cheesecake Factory. And uh, he thought I was joking when I asked about it. <laughs> and I went up to I went up there and we like had fun and we were gonna go to Cheesecake Factory and we like um, we told his dad and his dad looked at me and was like, "Doug, that is gay as fuck." <laughs> I was just like, "God damn it!" And then we like called Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> And the wait was an hour and a half. So we didn't go. <laughs> so I still have not had Cheesecake Factory. And apparently the sure. menu is like a like a book. Well yeah, that was that was my point. Is that if you like Cheesecake Factory, if you like a book of a menu of things that are different and confusing and conflicting genres and characters that don't necessarily mesh together the right way. You might like this. So I'll recommend it to lovers of the Cheesecake Factory. That's interesting. That is weird. (laughs) 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 That is the most random connection ever. Like, literally, like, uh, I wasn't, like, sitting around and I was just like, yeah, this reminds me of Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Well, me me neither, man, but it's like, who would you recommend this to? People who like yeah, okay. a, a random combination of a bunch of different shit that doesn't really fit together right. But Yeah, I mean, it definitely it doesn't menu. fit. Like, everything that happened in the episode... This wasn't Lost. fit together. You're gonna give this to huh? some Lost... I love Lost. You you have a fucking tattoo of Lost. I you do, really I gonna do. recommend this to a Lost lover, Doug? I think I would at least suggest it. Like, I would be like, hey, you obviously like weird shit. Yeah. So, mm, you know, why not check it out? I mean, there's... Uh, okay, here's how I feel. There's worse TV out there. Oh, than what well, I yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I wouldn't, like, go around recommending two broke girls <laughs> to people, because that show is fucking terrible. I can't wait until we accidentally land on that piece of shit. Uh, I was in a bar. I was at a bar last night, and the uh, there was a TV behind the bar, and it had two broke girls playing. And I literally just rolled my eyes and, and like muttered to myself, like, "What a piece of shit." <laughs> One of my ex girlfriends used to like love that show, and I would have to like sit around and watch with her while she just laughed her ass off. Ow. And I'm just like, Oof. "What is what is funny about this?" Ouch! Oh. Like nothing at all. It's rough. It's rough. Horrible writing. Yeah. I can't wait until we get to a show like that because that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be real fun. So next up, we have um, what was your favorite part and your worst favorite part, your least favorite part. Favorite part? I mean, it's 
Okay. This sounds so dumb, but, like, my favorite part was the surfing. You know what I mean? Like, which, honestly, like, it make like, the cover of the, of, for the TV show and the description makes it sound like it has a lot to do with surfing, and, I, I mean, it kind of does, but it also doesn't yeah. at the same time, and it's just weird that, like, my favorite part are just the scenes where it's just, like, dope surfing yeah. compilations, basically. Right. Yeah, it's just like them yeah. riding rails and fucking doing three sixties off off the curl and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, this is tight. Uh, least favorite part. Oh, also my another favorite part I had was where that dude was like claiming that John was like trying to watch a donkey show. I thought that was I thought that was easily the most humorous part of the show, which is saying a lot for a show that had no humor in it. Like it's just it's not a funny show like at all. Like there's. No. Maybe like a couple laughing points. Not a funny show. Not at all. Um, worst part or least favorite part. Mm, I mean, honestly, like I, I said, I would recommend this to Lost fans, but maybe I'll take that back because I'm gonna <laughs> say you. my least favorite part of the episode was everything else. <laughs> <laughs> like thank you like, like literally like like I like I literally just like the surfing bits <laughs> okay so I retract that I would suggest this to uh, nobody <laughs> maybe if I like met somebody at a bar and I was like man I don't like this guy I'm gonna steer him in the wrong See, direction there you go that's finding the person who you gotta find someone who you'd recommend it to it can be an yeah, enemy just, that's fine yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Lost fans, don't watch this. It's uh, not great. not great, but it's not bad either. See, that's where I'm like torn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like it has the potential. See, it to sets up a lot of more shit. interesting. Yeah. It does. It does. I feel like it has the potential to be so much more. But based yeah. strictly based off of the pilot and not what I read, I probably would not recommend it to anybody <laughs> yes i agree yeah 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 unless you like want to watch like beverly hills 90210 meshed with dawson's creek that has yeah. surfing in it uh, if that's like your shtick then with a little you- bit of johnny tsunami yeah yeah exactly like that it might be your thing then if you're like really into like weird kind of teen dramas which I typically am I won't deny it I hey. I used to watch Degrassi I've hey, I've seen every season of 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 uh of Dawson's Creek I've seen the OC a couple times like I, I don't mind teen dramas but this is just like on another level of yeah. weird and kind of it's just I don't know yeah so least favorite part's probably like the rest of the episode outside the surfing shots <laughs> In a roundabout way of getting there. <laughs> fair deal. That's fair. Well, so, what, what, how did you feel? Like, where, where, where do you stand? Yeah, my favorite parts were definitely the, the surfing sequences. Um, there was all the honestly the B roll. My favorite parts were the B roll of just I mean, like B-roll of California. Of California. Looks nice. 
It always looks nice. Um, it's great. It's, it's a beautiful place. I've never been there, but everything I've ever I've seen... been there like three times. Okay. And it was Lucky. a lot. I mean, it's it was just like that, bro. It was just like that. Really? Which kind of leads me into another segment if you're willing. Go, dude. Fuck it, man. This is our first episode. Let's do whatever the fuck Okay. We want. So we decided that we're going to do <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Ma- yes, fuck you know, Doug. Fuck Mary Kill. Mary fuck kill, however you call it. And I want to say, so there's this girl. <laughs> oh, the like punk rock chick? No, you don't know. See, shop? I was thinking, uh, she's pretty hot. Are you talking about Kia or Kira or whatever? I w- yeah, I was talking about Kia as. Okay, okay. But no, 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 no. I'm not. She's not my choice. My choice is. It's an extra. I wrote down what. Where to find her? Oh, here she is. Okay, okay. Was it the girl at the end? At 55 minutes and 52 seconds. The one who's texting? Well, no. She's a young lady in a red bikini. Oh. Holding a stop <laughs> sign. Oh, my God. With one hand. And it's in... <laughs> it's not B-roll. It's a pivotal part of the of the show. But she happens to be there. Okay. And she is divine. I she, guess I missed that. You gotta go back to 55 minutes and 52 seconds and check out this God. girl. There's three you young know. ladies standing in a row. She's the middle yeah, it's, one. it's the girl. It's okay, yeah. It is the scene where that girl is texting. Oh, yeah. But I think she's the one next to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the girl who's texting, but she's in that shot. Yeah, she's holding on to the stop sign with one with one hand. She has red bikini on, and mm-hmm. she is divine. Wait, is that is that your Mary or is that your fuck? That's my fuck. Okay. So what's your fuck? Uh, probably Kia. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I like that that punk rock kind of surfer chick vibe. Yeah, I man. fuck with it. It's a good call. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. All right, so Mary, do you feel like going first on this one? Yeah, I can go first. Right. I thought about that. Um, I would, man. My my mind is like torn, <laughs> and I guess this is where uh, the idea of. Uh, sexuality is a spectrum but part of me is like I would marry sissy just cause she seems fucking yeah. wild uh but then there's another part of me that's just like I would marry John yeah yeah he's he's so fucking strange and uh interesting yeah but you know I'm, I'm uh yeah so okay uh, this is obviously hypothetical I don't think I could see myself marrying a dude <laughs> But I could see myself marrying a divine entity, though. Hey, hey. That'd, be, hey. That'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> you get a statue made out of you, at least. Fuck yeah, dude. I've always wanted that shit. Yeah. So I, I would marry... Cece did pop into my head. Cece mm-hmm. would be a good choice. She seems like a really good, solid second half to have around. Yeah, definitely, because, like, she was, like, Mitch told her about his tumor, and she was all like, well, what about the doctors? And he was like, I don't want them to get their machines on me. And then she was just like, what about the healing powers of sex? 
And I was like, fuck yeah, girl. Like, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. That's fucking tight. I was like, thinking that's a either she... a ass wife. Yeah, oh, she... I think she's a great wife. I think either Cece or Bill... Because Bill mm-hmm. is gonna sneak up on the crazy ass person and be the hero and give his life for some bullshit that doesn't even matter. Bill's yeah. gonna protect ya. Bill's gonna take care of ya. But I think I, between the two, I gotta go with Cece. Yeah, I mean, I would. I think I would pick Sissy as well, honestly. Like, if I did, if I literally had to choose between her and John, I would definitely pick C- Sissy. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, kill. kill. I mean, I feel like this one's obvious, but I would kill Butchie. He's a okay. waste of space heroin addict. I mean, who's a shitty father. Yeah. And um, his character sucks too. He's just he's he's shitty. Yeah. He's a, like shitty character there's literally nothing redeeming about him at least in the first episode right I'm hoping they turn it around at some point for him but yeah. there's literally nothing redeeming about him yeah I, I, waste I, of space i feel like he has to turn around like they've set it up so much that he kind of has to find that redeeming moment quality yeah that quality yeah. so mm-hmm. i would I understand where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. I kind of empathize with Butchie, yeah, okay. and so I've yeah. got to I've got to kill off uh, Mr. Cunningham. Dude, that would have that's that's my second choice, honestly. Like, I I don't get his character. I think I think it's just I think it's weird. Like, I think the show could deal without it. Oh, since we we're talking about Mr. Cunningham, let's talk real briefly about how different um script writing is now as opposed to it was 11 years ago so mr cunningham's character is obviously homosexual but if this was produced today it just wouldn't have gone about in the same way because ed o'neill's character bill strictly refers to him as a fruit which as we all know is a derogatory term for homosexuals Uh But he says it, like, nine times. Like, every time he's talking about him, he's just like, get that fucking fruit out of here. And it's just like, ugh, man, it's, like, almost uncomfortable. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, like, in 2018, we're so entrenched in being politically correct. And, I mean, right. I'm not the most politically correct person in the world by any means. But I definitely wouldn't, like, just walk around calling gay people fruits. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that if I I honestly don't think that if it was written today, I don't think that would have would have been flying, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't think it would have passed. Yeah. I think they would have been like, let's let's tone that shit down. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was weird, honestly, but but it made sense for Bill's character because he's like a yeah, he might be a vet, but he's like an old timer, old timey dude. Yeah, who used to be a cop, and all this shit, and right. just kind of reflects. Kind of old school. It, um, yeah, old school, and it almost like reflects like I don't want to get like all political and shit, but it almost reflects like police intolerance towards certain minorities. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I could 
almost do without. Yep. Yeah. So for sure. Not that not that I'm a fan of of the police or anything. I'm, I'm fuck the cops. But uh, are you saying yeah. fuck the police? Fuck the police. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. A cab all the way. All right. Well, fair deal. Fair deal. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Let's let's. That let's was a beautiful monologue. Composed, presented, written, produced by Doug K. Straight off the dome. Straight off the dome. Uh, um, yeah, I I, uh, I thought that was weird, but yeah, let's let's. No, I hey, that. I I I really do agree. I agree. But um, Bill still is my my second choice for marriage. Uh, if, no, I feel you. If the thing with I mean, falls through, I, I I would probably want to spend the rest of my life with Ed O'Neill. Seems like a cool guy. <laughs> uh, I think um, our last little segment is um, predicting the outcome of the, of the season or the show, which I guess is oh, the Jesus. In this case, we could probably talk about that for forty five minutes. Let's do a real quick rundown of each maybe kind of prominent character. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Do you want to start with uh, Mitch? Okay, Mitch, I think his superpowers are going to increase. He's going to become more and more kind of in, in touch with this uh, John Lockean kind of supernatural side of things. And I don't see him like dying or like being some like superhero or anything, but I see him kind of getting close to that level of being more and more powerful. Yeah, okay, I can. I'll get on board with that. Huh. I J- Mitch is honestly. I, I I don't even really know if I'm being honest with you. Like it seems like. It might be superpowers. It, it could be like a, a spiritual connection. I think if anything is an outcome for his character is that like he starts surfing again. Like ultimately, I mean, uh, he's already surfing, you know what I'm saying? But like he starts doing it for real because he only surfs. It's made clear at the beginning of the show that he only surfs when no one's watching and no one's around. Yeah, not professionally. So, yeah. And I, you know, I think his character might progress with Butchie in some fashion. You know, that whole father-son bonding shit. Yep. Uh, dude, it the show is so goddamn vague that it's hard for me to make predictions like this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, none of it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... If I'm going to continue, like, I see Butchie's character, honestly, I, I see him, like, ODing at some point, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, like, the maybe, finale yeah. episode, like, he just, like, he ODs or something, some shit like maybe. that. Or maybe, like, or, I, I don't know, maybe he turns it around, but, and then you have Sean, who John says is going to die. Right. So, so it's just, like... Okay, like I guess Sean's gonna die. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so fucking random. Like where 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 do you sit on Butchie and Sean? Uh, Butchie, 
I think he, he, he might be the underdog. Like, he was going through withdrawals there at the end. And then mm-hmm. the next scene, he's surfing. So I don't know if he, like, went yeah. through the all the withdrawals, which would take more than just, like, a day. Yeah. But if he went through all his fucking heroin withdrawals, which, which would take, like, a week or something. And then is longer. It, I don't know. Or longer. Now, like, now he's surfing... You know, with his son and, I don't know, John, I guess. Yeah, and he's not just surfing. He's, like, shredding. Yeah, or I guess he took some heroin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) To (laughs) appease the dragon and uh, went out there (laughs) on the waves. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously John is... And a very interesting character. I, I wouldn't think he was as interesting if the show were not named after him. But mm-hmm. it is, so you gotta pay extra close attention to him. He's fucking weird. He's presented as maybe being mentally handicapped, but he's like so good looking that he gets through society without any problems or people being like, wait a minute, like what's what's up with this guy? They just roll with it. Like him and him yeah. and Butchie, John and Butchie. Like John's just like, hey, this dude's part of my crew now. He's in my yeah, crew. Yeah, that was a that did that not throw you off? Like how instantaneously he just kind of accepted John and was like, yeah, we're we're buddies now. And it was just like, wait, what? I think it's pointing to the fact that like John just repeats everything and and mimics. He mirrors. To use a psychological term, he mirrors everything that everybody around him does, and then he throws in a few little phrases that he knows here and there. But does that play into like Butchie's narcissism? You know what I'm saying? Because like Maybe. when they meet, he's like repeating everything he says, and he's just like, "Oh, I fuck with this guy," because yeah. he's quote unquote like me. You know what that's, I'm saying? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I, I think character, he, he he could yeah, be an know. underdog. He could come back around about, and be a good. Are you talking about Butchie? Yeah, I personally don't think that he is though. No. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. I, I, that that's me I though. Know. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't think. I don't think I I just don't see it. You know? Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know if I'm gonna watch the rest of the series, but I am not. Could be wrong. Going to watch the You're rest not? of the series. I I don't know if I am, but, like, 20% of me is curious enough to maybe at least read the rest of the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Okay. You know? Should we, so you, should we wait, rate you it? You wouldn't even read the Wikipedia? Do you wouldn't even read the Wikipedia article? I'll read the Wikipedia. What the, what the fuck? Oh, okay. What the fuck, you know? Just wouldn't, wouldn't waste 10 hours on it? Yes. It's <laughs> ten hours I could do literally anything else. A lot of stuff to do, Doug. Yeah, that's that's a lot of time, man. I mean it but if if you're somebody who likes random ass shit and you're a binge watcher, you could do it in a day if you really wanted to. Not you, people listening though. No, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, if you really want to, you could watch it in a day. Yeah, if you really wanted to. I wouldn't. I would say do not do that. Do anything else with your time. Should we give it a rating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introduce our rating system? Yeah. 
Uh, so, uh, so we're going with the blindfolds. Did you decide on something? I like the blindfolds. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do blindfolds then. So zero blindfolds is the top rating. Mm-hmm. Big yeah, deal. Yes. Like you actually want to watch the shit out of this show. Like keep like don't blink. Keep your eyes open with one of those little the medical kind of things that like hold yeah, your eyeball like in, open. Uh, clockwork orange. Yeah, clockwork orange. Holding your eyeballs yep. open. That's zero blindfolds. Yes. Are we going to five? Yeah, we'll go to five. Five blindfolds. Not trying to watch I don't this. Even wa- yeah, I don't even watch this at all. Like at all. At all. Okay, let's. You go first. Fuck. I think I know where you stand personally, but yeah. I'm not gonna go too harsh. I feel like there is potential here. Um, mm-hmm. They're trying to almost do like a Sons of Anarchy thing. I think mm-hmm. with the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Meets... Although Sons of Anarchy is an awesome show, as opposed to this. Which um, is not. Yes, agreed. Agreed. I don't have. I feel like that's just kind of the production quality of it that they're trying to mimic. Uh, I don't. I'm not really feeling it. I'm gonna give it three blindfolds. I'm gonna watch I, it. I think that with three yeah, blindfolds. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I I'm also gonna go three blindfolds, and that is honestly because while I was watching it, I was flipping through Instagram on my phone. I was like, I was like, I get this without watching it, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna scroll through Instagram while this is playing. Yeah. Like, it it didn't have me gripped. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, let's, let's talk, let's talk real quick about your watching experience. Yes. Just for a second. Sure. So, um... It's funny, so we're both using the same HBO Go account to watch this stuff, and I logged in to watch it after you would, or I had thought you had watched it, and when I logged in and went to the show, it was halfway through it, and I was just like, damn, Caleb must not have liked that, <laughs> and then I asked you about it, and you were like... Yeah, I had work, and I was tired, and I was just like, damn, this show is only 50 minutes long. This must not be great. It's true. Yeah. I guess I, uh, maybe I set it up kind of bad for you. No, 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 not at all. I, I thought, I just thought it was funny, honestly. Like, it, it didn't set it up for me. It didn't, like, skew my opinion of it, because, like, obviously I have, I gave it the same rating, but I have a little bit of a higher opinion of it. Yeah. Than you, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just thought it was funny, because, like, I know me personally, like, when I leave something 20 minutes, 30 minutes into it, I am like, this is obviously (laughs) shit. It's the same thing with, like, stand-up comedy and stuff like that. Like, if I'm not laughing within the first 10 or 15 minutes, that shit is not staying on. No. Why the fuck would I watch the rest of that? Yeah, not coming back. No. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm good. I'm good on you. Same. I'll I'll go rewatch Mulaney's specials for days. <laughs> um yeah, so. Exactly. But I think I think 3 blindfolds is a good fair score. Yeah. I think it, I think it's fair. Like it's not too it's, hard. It's shocking because it's an HBO show. Yeah. But 
I mean, when you think about it, HBO has put out so many shows. Like, if you just scroll through their app or whatever you're watching it on, the website, if you just scroll through, they have so many TV shows. Yeah. Like, I would say 15% of them are awesome. Like, you really only hear people talk about The Sopranos, The Wire, Oz, Entourage, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they obviously put out some shit, but it's the same thing with Netflix, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all their original content. I just read this morning that I actually liked this show, but they just canceled um, Everything Sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they canceled that, oh, so that's shit. not coming back. Oh, yeah, man. and they I love that canceled. Show. I loved it, too. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really, like, fun. 90s play yeah. on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, you know fr- what I mean? I, Freaks and Geeks meets like Degrassi. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was really good, and a totally. lot of people that I'm friends with on Facebook thought it was really good. Yeah, it's yeah. Apparently, the actors were like real upset about it, and were posting about it on social media. But they also like this show deserved to never even be made. But that like single camera sitcom comedy about that that uh medical marijuana dispensary disjointed oh they did that for two seasons and that got canceled uh-huh. but literally that deserved to never have been made in the first place is <laughs> it was garb it's straight garbage but yeah it's just like when you're like pumping out so much material it some of it's bound to be shitty yeah like it, it's just inevitable yeah and it's the same with like cable television it's just that we don't get to see the shitty stuff right it'll be on for like like the pilot will play and then they're like nope that was right that was not good we're gonna take that off as opposed to netflix hbo all those like streaming services that have original content Uh they just green light a whole season you know what i'm saying so you see all of it but yeah and it's like they're in your mind but yeah. As opposed to cable where they air one episode and then you've forgotten about it in two weeks. Like, right. you're not, like, pining over it because you only had one episode. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, bound bound to see some shit. For sure. I think we're going to see a lot more shit doing this episode. <laughs> or not this episode, this podcast. For sure, dude. Totally. Truly. Honestly, I, I, th- I honestly think we're proportionately going to watch more shitty television than good television. Oh, yeah. And that's just me being honest. As far as, like, yeah, the fact that we're rolling the die, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're going to watch some shitty TV. I am excited to land on something that I've heard is awesome, but have never checked Ooh, out. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like, um, last night, Craig Brown was telling me about um, Homeland. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Homeland's amazing. And I was like, I've never seen it. I hope it... You know, hopefully we land on it for the show. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah. To, to give me a reason to watch That's it. Cool. Yeah. Although, I mean, I kind of want to watch it now. I just don't want to <laughs> spoil it. I guess you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want to like form an opinion right before the podcast. Yeah. But my God, Rosie will not shut the fuck up. She's like freaking out. She's a weird cat. She Rosie. has like, separation anxiety. Get out of she's here. So, she's so weird. Go home, Rosie. You're drunk. Yeah, I, I'm excited to to find a television show where I'm like, I'm gonna watch all six seasons of this now. Right. I hope that happens. I'm sure it will eventually. <laughs> Might take a few episodes to do. 
Well, yeah, better. we'll see. We will see. We'll see, baby. But I think that this was a good first episode. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel good. We were feeling it out. Kind of get an idea yeah, of what to do, what not to it do. On the fly. Yeah, for sure. We can we can cut this out if you don't want that in there. Although, it seems like the typical rule of podcasting is is if you say you're going to cut it out, you don't cut you it out. You have to leave it in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have to follow that rule. Yeah, we have to follow that rule. We have to say um, every episode we have to say, "Oh, let's cut this out." <laughs> In the inside joke, the running joke for the for the entire podcast series. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagining two dudes that have a really 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 offensive podcast called "We're going to cut this out," <laughs> and then they post all of it anyways. <laughs> Like, after every offensive thing they say, they're just like, we're going to cut that out. And then all of it makes it in. And it's like two and a half hours long of them just saying some of the most fucked up shit possible. Oh, man. I might listen to that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good side project. <laughs> just, just, just say the most outlandish shit that you could even think of. Totally. Yeah, I think this is a good this is a good feeler episode for sure. I hope everyone who's listening likes it. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people have come up to me here in Bowling Green and have been really excited about it. I hope we didn't let you guys down. But I hope we didn't let you down, Kentucky. And if we Your did let you down, bluegrass state. And if we did let you down, fuck you. You're not my friend. I want nothing to do with you anymore. Yeah, and if we did let you down, I live like. A fucking two million miles away from you in Minnesota, so fuck you. Yeah, he's still done with you. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I think this is gonna be real fun. But, for everyone listening, go check out the next episode. We're gonna be putting out three to start out with. So, there will be this episode and two more ready for your consumption. Oh boy. We got this. We haven't figured out the next two episodes yet, but we'll figure it out. We got it. Yeah. Artwork by Cameron Del Rosario at Cam Del Rosario and music by Dirt Doctrine. A post Christian production. Collaborating with We Busy But Creative Podcasts. <laughs>